Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and yet you are coming to me? Jesus said to him in reply, Allow it now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. After Jesus was baptized, he came up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened for him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming upon him. And a voice came from the heavens, saying, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus I think for many of us, the greatest joy in our lives comes from, well, children. Oftentimes for our parents, being first-time parents, it is a watershed moment. Becoming a grandparent, I know how that certainly transformed my own parents' lives. And even for me as a priest, I think that in a lot of ways, particularly like being here at this Mass today, to see so many children present is something that suggests life, vitality, and joy within the church and suggests that we do indeed have a future. They are signs of hope. And as we look at, you know, the reality of childhood, I think it's important why I start there today is because today as we celebrate the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord, we also realize and we should recognize that by our own baptism, each and every one of us became a child of God, that each of us became inheritors became co-heirs to the kingdom of God, and that God welcomed us as sons or daughters into his family. Then each of us became precious to him in that way, won by his son blood, and precious in his sight, treasured by him. And this reality of being a child of God is something that also fits, well, rather fittingly on this particular date. Yes, it is the baptism of the Lord, so we remember our own baptism, but today is also January 9th, and as you all know, my favorite saint is St. Josemaria Scriva, and today is his birthday. And throughout his entire ministry and life, his entire focus was upon, was upon the reality of children of God. It seems like every other line that he uttered or wrote, he was reminding people, remember you're a beloved son or daughter. Remember you're a beloved child of God this fundamental reality that goes to the core of who we are. And this reality also reminds us of a deeper reality about ourselves. It reminds us of the reality of salvation. We can't do it on our own. We cannot save ourselves. And we do not need to save ourselves. We do not need to measure up to our own standards, the world's standards, someone else's standards. We do not need to earn our salvation. We do not need to earn our status as sons or daughters. Just as we had no choice in being born. I think there's beauty in the fact that many of us were probably baptized at a very young age. Because it's a reminder to us that God desires to save us. That he desires to bring us in. And while we are asked to respond, there's a reminder here. Because I think in so many ways, we often forget that fundamental reality. We forget that we are treasured, we are precious, and we are one by him, for him, 
It is in living in that reality that we come to recognize and how truly good we are. Not because we earned it. Not because we've done this, that, or the other. But instead, simply because he desires to do so. Because he loves you. He loves me. He loves each of us. It is in this reality that then we can rejoice. We can rejoice to give thanks to the Lord. Because I think also along with recognizing God's, God's disposition towards us, God our Father's disposition towards us, and making us sons or daughters of God in our baptism, and recognizing that what he says to Jesus in today's gospel, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased, that at our baptism he said, this is my beloved son, this is my beloved daughter, that we are treasured and the heavens are opened to us. As we are baptized into Christ's death, his saving blood, then too we are also issued the promise as heirs to the kingdom of heaven. The heavens are now open for us by baptism. But then we can also focus on our disposition towards God. Because if we think about from our own experience to go back to how children affect our lives, Think about in your own life, perhaps as a parent, a grandparent, your experience of nieces and nephews, or just children in general, that whenever a child, you know, in gratitude reaches out to you, how loved, how wanted do you feel in that moment? And how do you think our Lord feels whenever we actually express our desire for him? That yes, he wants us, but in return we should also express that desire, that gratitude to him. And that pleases him, that delights him. One of the little ways that perhaps you do something small or kind for a child, giving them a gift or doing a little task, and they give you a hug, a smooch, a thanks, in whatever way it is, an embrace. Think of how treasured you feel in that moment. And how much more for God, who is all good, who is always good, always good to each and every one of us, how much more should we respond in that way? Not just once a day, maybe at the end of our day or the beginning of our day, but hour by hour, thanking him for all the gifts that he bestows upon each and every one of us. Giving him thanks. Giving him those little acts of gratefulness, of affection, of love. Even if it's as simple as, Jesus, I love you. Thank you, Lord, for whatever it may be. Even that cup of coffee that you need so badly at that moment. And every moment, we can always be grateful to him. Yes, God has given us a great gift. Yes, he has. And he does desire to save each and every one of us. But with our own baptism, we are also invited to look at our own disposition towards him. Because sometimes we can make it all about him and then simply go on our way. He'll forgive me. He'll let it go. But we must learn to live in gratitude, to live rightly, uprightly and to live a life of gratitude for the gift that is being a child of God, to live in confidence, to not be ashamed as our status of being washed in the blood of the Lamb, being a beloved child, a brother and sister of Christ, a child of the Father. 
It is in this gift that we ultimately find our freedom in the children of God, as St. Paul tells us. A freedom which the world will not give us. Sin enslaves us. Materialism enslaves us. We enslave ourselves. Only Christ truly frees us to recognize our true dignity, the dignity that is ours by our baptism, that is ours by the death and resurrection he has bestowed upon each of us who have been baptized into it. It is in that gift, then, that we express our gratitude, our thanks, and that we live in the hope of the resurrection as beloved sons and daughters of our Heavenly Father.